earth is a gallery. We are the works of art, all in the same family, beating with one heart. Pride tears us apart. Be wise and let's connect. When lost becomes found, yeah, this is the bridge. Praise God, grace and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. This is Prophet Link. Got the homie DJ Lost and Found. And we have the privilege and honor of having GOM artist, God Over Monies, Jared Sanders here with us live and direct on the Missing Link podcast where we connect creators and fans. My guy, Jared, what's up, bro? How you feeling? I'm cool, man. I I, I worked out today. Got a good little workout in, man. I'm uh, ready to, you know, pack my calories for the evening. No, I'm going to go ham later this day, boy. (laughs) (laughs) You You talking macros and all that, huh? You know what's crazy? Like I don't even pay attention to none of that. Like I just, I just work and uh, watch what I eat, watch my sugar levels and stuff like that, and then just do my thing, man. I, if I ever got to the point where I started overthinking like that, I'm like, yeah, I'm probably gonna stop. I'm probably just gonna stop if I think like that. I ain't training for a fitness competition. Work, work. <laughs> Talk about that. Like this is like the the healthiest. I believe, well, since I've been following you and, and we've been in touch and stuff, that you've been communicating yourself to be, right? Like, you you feel right. the best and the fittest. Talk about that journey and what, what caused that, like, your, your your I guess, your level of intentionality with taking uh-huh. care of your health and being on your your, your physical game, taking care of the temple yeah. game. Yeah, good what question. Like, like it's, it's mad funny because it's, it's actually not that deep. Um, what happened was... <laughs> I um was, you know, probably about 235 or whatever. And I had got downstairs, like, on the landing to, like, get my kicks on. And, um, you know, when I tried to put my kicks on, I tried to sit down and, like, bend down and tie my sneakers. And my stomach <laughs> was in the way, bro. Like, like, and my stomach <laughs> was in the way to the point where I was like, yo, this ain't it. Like, this ain't it. And it was like, I had to, like, intentionally, like, squeeze in and get the... I was like, nah, nah, we can't do, we, I can't go out like this. And, you know, my wife had been taking little subtle jabs at me, you know, laughing at my back fat for a little bit. So, like, I, I was like, <laughs> nah, like, and she, she had been, she's been on this fitness kick since we got married. I was like stubborn. I was like, if, if I was sore, I was like, yo, forget this. I don't want to do this no more. And she was like, <laughs> oh no, like, I'm going to keep teasing you until something changes. No, not really. She didn't really do that. Eventually, I think she just resigned that I was just going to do it when I wanted to. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, ultimately, man, like when the light came on, I was like, no, my stomach is in the way. Like, it's I can't put way. my J's on. Like, yo, I, I can't, can't put, put my, my J's, J's on. on. I got to lean to the side to, like, get up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, <laughs> it wasn't it. <laughs> and so, ultimately, for me, like, I uh, started real simple. Um, like, this dude on uh, YouTube called The Fitness Coach. Um, he, mm-hmm. he do, like, he does, like, 10-minute exercise, right? I was at that level. I was at, like, 10-minute exercises. And then I got down to like 15 minute exercise and then 20 minute exercises. Then I decided to do insanity. But the problem was I wasn't paying attention to my diet really. So even though I felt like I was in better shape, like the results on the scale weren't showing. Right. So um, and what happened was 
I did like a month of insanity and I lost like one pound, even though I felt like I was in like great shape. <laughs> and so I was like, yo, something is wrong. Maybe I need to start paying attention to this diet a little bit. So I got like the My Fitness Pal app and just started calculating all the stuff that I was eating. And then eventually, man, I think I lost like 30 pounds in like a month. Like it was just like, wow, praise God. Wow. Yeah, and then you know, slowly but surely, um, I look at the the end of that insanity workout to now, and it's like night and day still. Like, I'm uh, I got to from two thirty to like one ninety nine, and now I'm at like teetering between one seventy seven, one seventy six. But it's like muscle now, so muscle's denser than fat. So eventually, what's happening? I'm kind of getting back up to like one eighty. Cause I'm eating like protein and more clean stuff now, so my my muscle density is growing. So, yeah, man. I mean, it was simple: one foot in front of the other, and then it just kind of turned into a thing. Literally, you, you talking <laughs> about simple though? You. So I was watching an interview where you said that you did uh, insanity, but you was doing two. Yeah. Of the, uh, yeah. So you you ain't even you took it way further than uh anybody i've ever heard of you know two in yeah, one day? yeah i think i was just ticked off right i think i was ticked <laughs> off because i had been working for a whole month and nothing happened and nothing right so i was uh. like oh no nah, no nah, nah. let me do this the right way so let me so i i in uh you know a ridiculous amount of zeal i just decided on doing two workouts a day and Yo, it worked, bro. Like it worked. Like, <laughs> and then um, once that happened, I was like, okay, I got it now. So now I'm, I'm doing one workout a day. But right. but then I kind of had to do it to kind of really throw myself into that habit and behavioral pattern. So that's what worked. Right, right, and that's dope. Nah, because yeah, I, I I got insanity sitting in the closet right now. I need to take that uh, that CD out. <laughs> You know, I mean, this uh, this COVID fifteen that I don't put on. I got I I don't want to have that issue because I, I started having that issue and lo- little back issues with the lower back and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. I definitely got to strengthen my core. You know what I mean? Just just I would say this about insanity because insanity will have you thinking that you just in the worst shape of your life, like from right. the first from the fit test <laughs> on that right? on that uh, fit test. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but the key just go your pace like don't look at them like because if you, you got to remember like the people that are doing these fitness joints and they the models in the joint they've been in fitness for like 15 20 years that's like me trying to sit up here and and hoop with lebron like it's it's not gonna happen <laughs> like because what's gonna happen is endurance is gonna kick in for them because it's been a part of their life endurance is something that's built over time just as much as anything else so like those people they tired but they a different kind of tired than you because you haven't done it for 15 years so like when they're gassed they're gassed they're tired and, they're, and they can keep going right, you tired and you like, feel like you're about to like, die right because like you came out them blocks like yo i'm about to cook these people and like the best illustration i could give you even more is like the nba finals last year the lakers played the heat Jimmy Butler had this 40-point triple-double, right? Mm -hmm. And you saw him at the end of the game. Like, he looked like he was going to die. And LeBron (laughs) James had just did this, like, 25-10-10 game. And then he followed it up with, like, 35 because he's used to playing at that level. Like, Jimmy Butler was, like, out of his body. 
when he did that so like his body wasn't able to recover because he's never had to do that for a sustained period of time so think about insanity the same way like get there by taking little steps you might not be able to do 20 suicide jumps maybe you could do one but do one the right way you know what i'm saying so that eventually (laughs) it could carry yourself over that's so big man i I started while i was doing that fell off of course during covid been was the heaviest that i ever was in my life and i'm i've always been the the skinniest smallest guy in the class my whole life um average height you know what i mean but um like I had Chichos, like we used to talk about, like the back. I had Chichos, <laughs> and my wife gets mad at me when I talk about it. But for me, it was like it was, it was the craziest experience. And my 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 six pack started going away. I always had a six pack, so once that started going away, I started feeling so, a little self conscious. And we was in the pool a lot, and I was like, "Hold up, this is, <laughs> this don't feel right." But what you just said, I just want to say as an insider affirms my stance that LeBron, if he needed to and wanted to, he could score 81. But I digress. Anyway, moving Cut it forward. Out. Cut it out. He's 36, <laughs> bro. He's 36. <laughs> Leave it up. Moving forward. All right. So <laughs> I, I want to I spin it a little bit. Um, Bro, you did this live and I wanted to give you your flowers. Um, I wanted to give you your flowers for this because I, I don't know how, I don't know if you realize how impactful this open discussions like this are. And you started talking about fasting, right? And it was mm. it, the the tone was joking at first. Oh, my leadership, they don't love me when they talk about I gotta fast. They don't understand. I'm doing insanity. I can't I'm eat I'm eating four thousand calories just to keep balanced with what I'm, you know, burning, right? Right, right. So, but that whole concept challenged the whole way me and my household practice corporate fasting and, right. and prayer. Right. And wow. what we were teaching to our kids, because that's around that same time that you did that live. Our church was going into a corporate fast as well. It was kind of like a typical church, churchized, yeah. Christianized year, thing. Right. You. The new year. Yeah, we're going to right. start it right. We're going to give it up all up for the Lord. We're going to give up coffee. And we started asking these questions like, wait, but if you're giving it up for the 21 days and then all of a sudden you're going to overindulge on it or go right back to that thing that wasn't healthy for you in the first place then what did you really give up as a sacrifice right, right? um right and then i'll I turn it over to you but the the like i think the nail in the coffin for me and how we do things in our household now and you affirmed it and just really drew like was able to lead the conversation between my wife and i was when my seven-year-old son burst into tears talking about i didn't ask for this like i I didn't agree. Like, this is what he's saying. I didn't agree to fast. Like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to give up desserts and snacks. I don't want to give up meat. Like, what do you mean tofu? I don't like tofu. <laughs> you know what I mean? When he burst into tears like that, that that broke my heart and then really started leading the conversation and just completely revolutionized how we view corporate fasting. So I'm, I'm curious wow. as to your thoughts, talk about that a little bit um, about fasting and that whole challenge and how it pertains to your physical health and how that's allowed you to maintain i guess your spiritual health and um your creativity and stuff yeah man um discipline is very very important um to put it in simple context discipline is important and fasting is a discipline um and i just fundamentally believe that the reason why it's important to tap into doing fasting in any way, shape or form is because you have to know that you have the power to bring your flesh under subjection. 
and it's gonna suck at first because when you're fighting against the flesh, you're fighting against your desires, you're fighting against your urges, it's always difficult. It's always gonna be difficult because your natural pattern does not lend itself to the idea that you have to bring your flesh under subjection, right? So the benefit of fasting is not in the the end result, it's in the process, right? Like you have to go through the process though. And where many people fall short in any discipline really is like when they face the difficulty stage, they stop and they forget that at the end of this and in between all of this, there is a process. Right. So um, Mm -hmm. for me, the Daniel fast sucked right at first, like day one and two. (laughs) It sucked, bro. Like, I kid you not. I'm like, why we got to do this? I'm like, why we got to want all these vegetables? Like, I'm like mad. You (laughs) like and then I'm getting all gassed up and angry. And then like my energy levels are like, like, cause mm-hmm. you're, and, and what's ironic though is this just show how adaptable the human body is. We fasted. I calculated the same way that I would for anything else. By day three, I was eating less and my energy was way higher. Mm-hmm. Like, the body naturally adjusted to the process if you were just willing to engage in the process. Like, my body started running, I didn't yawn. Like, bro, my energy levels were so high. I'm exercising and fasting and I'm eating, you know, 1,800, 2,500 calories of like vegetables and fruit and like grains. And my energy levels were so high, it was hard to sleep. Like, I was like. (laughs) This, <laughs> like, you was like, about to fit what? in a, a third insanity. <laughs> yo, I, yo, I kid you not, bro. Like, I kid you not. I'm talking about trying to go to sleep and finally getting there by like one, two in the morning because my energy was so high. And like, I'm like, there's no way I don't eat this. I eat more than this um, on insanity. And when nine o'clock come, I'm like, man. But with this, when I started going through the Daniel fast, I was like, oh, man, like I feel like juiced. I'm amped. Mm -hmm. And so what that let me know, though, um, as it pertains to discipline is like when you fall in love with the process, that's when all of the end results aren't the things that you think about. You don't think about those things. You start being so locked in on the process that you realize that there's way more if you just travail through. Right. So. Like parenting and, you know, like if if anybody's ever had marital issues and things suck, right? When you're locked in, though, just to the process, you know, every conversation starting with being honorable, being considered, being kind and sticking with it. What happens is the equity that you have (laughs) when it comes to your spouse. It's like, wow, this is a really... Wow, yo, I, you know, when you get upset, you start thinking like, man, that's a, uh, I would have turned up a whole lot different if I wasn't paying attention to the process, right? Mm. And then on the other side of it, you start seeing the 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 refining, you know, that's taking place um, just by doing something that's uncomfortable and sticking with the process. So fasting is a discipline, study is a discipline, reading is a discipline. Whatever you want to do, it's gonna suck in the beginning. Because you're not used to it. Like, you have to continue to push through. And then what happens is, just like exercise for me, I love it now. Like, I hated it at first. Now it's weird to not do it. Mm. So, man. 
You look great, by the way, bro. Proud of you. I appreciate it, man. Trying to dunk on some of these youngins when I get out here and run with them. (laughs) I I, I promise I'm going to dunk on somebody. I'm going to put it on Instagram, too. I'm going to yam on the youngins. Please do. Yeah. Please do. Man, talking about discipline. So, like, we we have to let's talk about the pen game. What is your Mm. what is your creative process? Like you, uh, I feel like just going into 2021, um, I have some privileged insider access to a lot of this, a lot of your content. So like the wave of how it came was like crazy. I was like, yo, when, when was Jared, like, was he writing these all through COVID? Does he even write? Like what, what is it? Can you explain, break down what your creative process is like with the pen game? Because then that's going to lead to the follow-up of this new situation you got going on. What, what is your creative process and, and what discipline do you exercise with the pen game, bro? I would say, um, for me, inspiration is more of a muscle, right? So, so the, the talent is there, the gifting is there to write, but I think that, um, inspiration is a muscle. So for me, what I'll end up doing when I'm not writing is I'll just sit back and enjoy life. Right. So, so I end up getting, you know, rusty at times. Right. So for me, when it's time to write, I don't have this inspirational wave to write, but what I do is I'll start to set in steps and carve out time and to be like, okay, Jared, we're going to set aside an hour or two. You're just going to rap or write whatever comes to your mind. And it's probably going to suck at first, right? Like not, not, not in, not, not like literally, but it's not going to be the best version of what you can do. But what it does is it starts to get the wheels churning. Like it's, it's getting that muscle memory. So like I may have, a verse in a day when I just start and then it'll go to like two verses after in, in a day or then it'll get to like a song a day and by 21 days 28 days 30 days later I've had all this content now like so because I just I took what I learned in exercise and you know instead of like I think Will Smith actually said a quote like that he was like uh it's like so many people um, they're focused on building a wall when mm. really what they should be focusing on is like laying one brick as perfectly as you can at a time and then laying another one until eventually you have a wall, right? And a lot of people see like, I'm going to make a project. Urgh. And I'm like, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just going to write every day. Mm. And by the end, it's like, oh shoot, we got you know, we got some joints right now. Like, and and usually I can then go back and look at all that, you know, preparatory material in the beginning, and I can refine it. I can bring it back, and I can say, oh, okay, yeah, I probably wouldn't have said that like this thirty days in. So now let me figure out a new way to say it. So that's kind of how my writing process is. Um, I'm generally really quick um, when it comes to putting things together, but. That's when I'm in creative shape, when the muscle memory kicks in. Um, so, yeah, I guess I was in a, a dope little bag at, so, at the end of last year. So, I, I don't know. Go ahead. You, you got something to say? You know how I do, but no, I'll keep going. No, because <laughs> so I, I imagine you're talking about um, a little bit, excuse me, a little bit about uh, Black Friday 2. Uh, three. Oh, is it two or three? It was three, three. right? Yeah, three last year. <laughs> three with the, with the Rondo on the front cover. Um yeah. But uh, so I imagine you're talking about that with with that process, Jared Rondo. Um, 
<laughs> but are we talking about albums as well? Like, has anything birthed out of that that was that is album worthy? So, 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 what I'll say is this: like for me, I use mixtapes to show what I could do, and I okay. use albums to show who I am. Right. Mm. So, so there are two really different mindsets. So, I think there's always a benefit in just sitting back and paying attention to what's happening in your life at a given time. Like I've written songs before issues and they turned into prophetic things. Like I've, you know, I've talked wow. about things as like exercises and they've turned into actual songs. Um, mm. And like people who listen to my albums, I'm pretty transparent. So they pretty much know where I'm at in life by the right. albums I make. Like uh, they're mm. like, oh man, oh man, you talking about postpartum yeah i'm like yeah because that's exactly what happened and i was writing about it at the Mm. time um so there are things that i'll write and i'm like yeah no that's not for a mixtape because that's 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 uh something deeper here so i really Mm. just start paying attention to what i believe god is showing me at a given time um and yeah so album time man um there've been different mindsets there were things different things happening in the world happening in society at a time and i was like yo i'm gonna talk about that i'm gonna talk on this um so i'm just in a different pocket now um i don't think i'm gonna be dropping a mixtape again anytime soon uh because <laughs> i because i think i've got some other stuff cooking that's like, what i'm saying oh yeah. yeah i got some things to say oh oh we we gonna top that up real quick i, I Hold on, wait, wait. Before we get to that, so I, I hate to do comparisons, but this is what it feels like as far as nostalgia and being a fan for a long time of each and because you're you're a part of a powerhouse of a team, and I view GOM as kind of like a G unit when they first came out and just killed the game. Like the way Fifty was, like what you just described, feels like to me like the way Fifty killed the mixtape game. And then whenever he dropped the album, it was just it was an automatic platinum hit. You know what I mean? Like it was it was automatic and it was more. And I kind of gained that sense of the mixtapes just being I'm going to give the people what they want. And now with the album, you're going to get who I really am kind of dynamic. So, right, right. uh, man, like that just just to kind of affirm that thought and everything you put out, like. Going back to what you said about I just take the time to live life sometimes, which offers you the opportunity to gain more perspective and more to write about. You actually get more content instead of Absolutely. like when you're writing and rapping all the time. If you're, you're going through that creative process and this goes for, you know, content creators, um, graphic designers, this goes for any type of creative. When you're constantly in that mode and doing it, you reach a point where you kind of feel stuck or you feel like you're being redundant or repetitive. So that's, that's really good. What you shared about kind of stopping to breathe, experience life, gain new perspective, chop down what's really happening with you and then kind of putting that as content. So, right. Right. So now talk about this situation, right? You got some things in order. So you just, uh, explain this with what the arrangement is just for folks that don't understand the lingo, the music terminology. So, Folks want to know, are you leaving God over money? Did you sign a deal with Good City Music? What is uh, We understand it, but for the audience, what what is happening with this Good City Music announcement? If you guys go to Jared Sanders' Instagram, he has a banner, basically, with the th- you know three whole squares of his feed that have the announcement there. So go check that out, and then you can see what we're talking about. Go ahead, Jared. Okay, so I'll break things down um, in business terms and then I'll break it down in regular terms. Okay, so there's distribution, 
and then there's sync, right? And there's publishing. There we well, go. there's distribution, there's publishing, and there's sync. So um, my partnership with Good City um, is predominantly on the publishing and the sync side of the equation. Um, so what that means is um, they're going to run a publishing administration for me. So anything that's in my catalog uh, that can be pitched for television and film, uh, they'll be the middleman for that. So anybody that wants to, you know, license content of mine and pay a licensing fee, they'll be the liaison for me for that. Um, they'll also be a publishing admin in that. Um, when mechanical royalties, a lot of people don't understand from the business standpoint, mm. mechanical royalties used to be built around uh, a built-in cost per unit. Um, when CDs had to be manufactured and pressed out from record labels, right? So a mechanical royalty used to get paid out in, in, in the fact that uh, when record labels would pitch stuff to record stores and send it and retail, sometimes CDs would get damaged and there would be, uh, you know, compression issues. So they would build in almost like insurance for each CD that gets sold, right? And so uh, mechanical royalties in that context, they gave a amount of money for each unit that was sold. Um, and so a mechanical royalty in the digital space though now, uh, they took that, uh, I guess you could say antiquated um, methodology and they transported it over to digital sales. So um, if you don't know where to get your mechanical royalties or retrieve that stuff, uh, you could actually have a lot of money sitting out there if you sold a lot of, yeah. a lot of records before. Right. So what Which, they're doing for yeah. me is running the middleman uh, to go and get my mechanicals as well. Uh, so they're like, hey, if there's money out there with your name on it, we're going to make sure that we fetch that for you. Um, but the, the most important part about the partnership is for uh, sync and songwriting. Um, for sync, obviously there are shows like, uh, ballers or, uh, Lovecraft country or, uh, TV shows that people partake in WandaVision, whatever you want to call it. People who right. are music directors for these shows have an idea for the sounds that they want to have, the types of songs that they want to play on their shows. Um, and so what sync allows is if I create music, whether exclusively for or I have something in my catalog that I pitch to them that they like, they pay a licensing fee. It goes to the city. They get their percentage. They send me the rest. Um, but songwriting is another thing that I wanted to get back into because um, I have a catalog full of music that I think is pitch worthy. But I'm also trying to get to the point where I can write music exclusively for certain mm -hmm. things, certain avenues. And I think that if you measure twice and cut once, you have a better chance of, uh, you know, making a precise landing spot. Right. So mm -hmm. if I know that college game day is about to or or ncaa college game day is about to come back out right so i say mm -hmm. okay i see that's happening let me make these 10 songs that would go toward college football video game and right. i'll make those i'll pitch them directly to the music director for those companies that's what good city would do on my behalf um so that if it gets picked up it gets licensed Ching, ching. Yep. Um, and that that bag is different. That sick placement right. bag is different. Right. And 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 it should be because, you know, somebody's about to nationally distribute your content. They mm -hmm. need to pay because they're going to get paid. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, definitely and are. so um, for temporarily licensing your stuff, um, that. But I also do want to get into some songwriting camps. 
um, and start writing again. Because what a lot of people don't know about me, if I haven't said it enough, is I used to be a songwriter for on the, on the secular side. So I've written songs for Usher. I've written songs for like Monica and Ashanti and other R&B artists. So for me, it was an opportunity for me to get back into that space again because you know rap was challenging so it kind of gave me a platform but i'm also like every story that i get isn't for me like Mm. if if my gifting is writing then the gift is in the writing it doesn't have to be for me per se um and you know ultimately i'm getting up there in age too so i ain't trying to be on stage you know what i'm saying all the time (laughs) trying to like sell people on my content it's like no my music my catalog what i write for others can live on forever my kids could be good um for that so that's another thing and good city is kind of playing the middleman for all of that man congratulations on that um congratulations that's a big move yeah, go ahead, Elena. You wonder. Yeah, so I, I got a question as far as because the bag is different, and this is when you're talking sync, it, it is a viable way to make a lot of money. Um, but one of the things that I, I, I feel like I see with artists sometimes is they change their process or they change their sound, I should say. Where you know, with sync, you have this more generic, popish type of sound. Um, is that anything where you would think of where you would even think to? change your sound because you obviously would be able to be uh the more generic it is the the larger spectrum of of um i guess clientele you, you can call it that you'd have so is there any any possibility of you changing your sound uh, because of sync i think the interesting part about sync is you kind of get to be whoever you want to be um, you can kind of create a whole new identity. Honestly, I don't even have to have my name, my my artist name. Like right, right. I could be writing stuff. Um, who who Pusha T said it? He said, "Yo, he wrote the 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 McDonald's joint." Ba 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 ba. I was Pusha T in them. Like so, he was like, what? "Yo, I <laughs> yeah." So he was like, "I'm still I getting the bag that. from that to this day." So like. To me, like I could literally have a whole new identity in the sync world separate from what I do artistically. So the the beauty of it, like I said, um, as a writer, I get to just create, you know, like I, I don't have to worry about whether or not it's a representation of the brand that is Jerry Sanders. I could be like, yo, this show needs this kind of song. And because I have this particular talent, I'm going to write this kind of song for this show. So even if it's not me who's performing it, I'm creating the framework for whoever is going to do it. Like and uh, and, and let that be what it is. I mean, the bag for me doesn't change. Um, so so ultimately, um, yeah, I changing my sound. I mean, my, what's ironic is like I feel like my sound changes all the time like i feel like every single project i drop i try to show a different element of what i could do um you know when i first came out all the beats was hard and aggressive and then i you know (laughs) the next joint was like it was like some jazzy hip-hop stuff you know what i'm saying and then then it was like oh i could do like radio type singles too like and so for me it's all you know it's all a part of what it looks like to be like a creative and a songwriter and all of the different phases i'll be honest with you i don't even listen to boom bap like that like at all like because when i'm riding in the car on a long distance trip everybody's gonna fall asleep if i do that 
Like, my kids are going to be mad. <laughs> like, really? Like, my wife is going to be like, you change the channel. Like, so, like, I listen to stuff that keep me chill. Like, I listen to riding music. I listen to... You know, I've been listening to like blues and R&B now, like so. I'm just in a whole different space. Hey, that's what's up. What What do your kids think of your music? Ah, oh, they my fans. And, and honestly, I they're my testers, man. So if I spin a record and they <laughs> don't real. bob, then it ain't the one. Like it, the it one. just it's just not. And um, I, they have been tried and true since um, my daughter was born. I did a record called Masterpiece. She was a couple weeks oh, old. I spun yeah, it on the uh, on the TV, and like she was nursing, and she popped off and was like looking around where the sound was at. So I was oh. like, "That's one." Like you know what I'm saying? Like I just <laughs> my son is like really into percussion. So uh, mm-hmm. like when the something knocks, he's like, "Oh oh 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 oh!" Like I'm talking like banging his head on the car seat like crazy. So- so the beat selection process is through Baby Boy, and then the the yeah, song the melody is Baby Girl. That, yeah, and she <laughs> she pick up the lyrics like nothing. I'm like, okay, yeah, we on to something now. Like that's how I know we cooking. That's dope. Uh, yo, uh, are we gonna see? Uh, I didn't mean to pivot off, uh, like pivot off this tangent. Well, first of all, let me say this. Like now, if people don't understand, like the powerhouses that be that that work behind the scenes at good city we talk about butter p and mm-hmm. an incredible team risha so right um now he you know my 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 compadre and sinking so's been doing a lot of writing for others for a little while now so mm-hmm. yeah this is a this is this is something that's going to be really fun uh that's lnf's favorite artist right there yeah, i didn't know so was on there yeah yeah, yeah, yeah he got a so sync deal too on it on his own for a long time indeed yeah. indeed and I, dope, dope. anyway pivoting because we focus on you right now but i just wanted folks to really process that we talk about butter p reverend so so who's been killing it for years on a broad international level right, and right. just knowing the music business um got to meet him in person was great conversation we had but um are we going to be seeing more content with you and the missus y- y'all two yeah. are so lovable and incredible like yeah, why are we saying is, that, man? Like, like yeah, yeah, y'all just yeah. all the pictures y'all posting, right? Like, no, word, word. Yeah, y'all, um, just, y'all just black excellence. Like y'all just uh, you I live out laugh your at faith. You You're if not, you said that. You know what I mean? Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, we're like black above average. Black above average. We working on the excellence part, you know. Um, oh, that's but funny. Yeah, like, Trademark that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make a whole T-shirt and everything. Um, Shoot, that might be that might be the new segment series. Yeah, Black above hey, man, average, you know. Black you above go. average excellence. You know, working toward excellence, right? right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we do. We're um, working on our podcast. Um, I kind of teased it on Instagram, uh, the Better Together podcast with mm-hmm. she and I. Yeah, um, we've been recording episodes now. Uh, we'll probably roll things out uh, in a little bit of time, but it's fun. Like for us, it's kind of cathartic because we just get a chance to like turn the mic on and just like talk. And, uh, you know, yeah. And so when you hear these stories come out like now, it's almost like therapy. 
Like it's like, mm-hmm. like she be talking and I be talking and I'm like, yo, you remember that? Like what happened? Like and you know, and, and so it's gonna be interesting to see um how people, you know, receive what it is that we gotta say. Um, cause we we got a we got a regular degular story and it's a miracle that we still together, but like yeah, like we, like real, that's like the grace of God, fam. That's like, the grace of God, up, man. Yeah. Hey, man, that grace is abounding. You hear me? Like, <laughs> like yo, we laughed about it. Like, um, it's it's a mirror. Like us being together is a miracle in and of itself. Like mm-hmm. us meeting each other is a miracle in and of itself. Um, and so, yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. I uh, I can't wait to to let people in. Um, she, she's, she's spreading her proverbial wings too. So she'll be doing her podcast as well. And, you know, I guess when I figure out what pocket and lane I want to go down, I'll probably do a solo podcast too. But, well, you know, I ain't counting my chickens okay. before they've hatched though. Hey, we, we got a telegram, uh, pod life group going on. The, the brothers from that's not Christian invited us in there. So if you, you wanted uh, to join in that conversation, we'd be sharing best practices, what equipment we use and stuff like that. So if that could be any uh, okay, benefit word. then. Let us know. We get you in that. Uh, LNF, you want to pivot real quick or you added something to ask? I'll go for days, bro. You know. No, I was just going to ask, uh, <laughs> when do you think about dropping? Um, you know, I know that we have on our calendar to drop in the spring. So, mm. you know, you know, one brick at a time. But uh, <laughs> that is the goal. Right. You got set expectations. So um, we're pushing for that. Um, I think that. If we do that, it'll kind of open a whole different lane because because really um, people know me as the rapper. Um, and so this for me is like, yo, this is something different. Like I might, you know, I might mess around, make a podcast, call it the Gift of Gab podcast. You know, like oh, it, it really just get into, you know, those things. So for me um, and I was talking to her about this this week. Um, podcasting is a foreign world to me. Like, I'm so used to the structure of getting into a recording studio, making music, releasing, having a release schedule and, and mm. you know, the way that that is rolled out. And podcasting is really a different world. Like, it's it's not the same. Like, and so the familiarity of it, like she has right now the passion for it. And I have the curiosity. So we're at mm. two different stages. Right. She's like, I want to do a podcast. And I'm like. Podcast ain't that bad an idea, you know. That'd like cool. we're in two different spaces. <laughs> like I'm, cool. I'm cool, you know. Like so, she's really into the whole. No, we got a plan, and we got to have structure, and we got to organize, and we got to do this, and this the intro, and this. And I'm like, yo, just turn the camera on, like turn the, <laughs> like, cause, cause the talking part is normal, but yeah, yeah. the structure part is necessary. Right. Um, so, so that is the better together conversation right that that left side and that right side have to come together um and yeah so it's it's kind of fun uh she's got the uh the excitement though hey so i mean you've always you've always been able to uh portray great content like the whole aesthetic of your brand is so consistent and even when you switch stuff up it's still consistent with whatever you had last so like the, right. the shift into the more cartoony kind of like prominent brighter colors like i, I saw yeah. that shift in your brand and stuff like that so um yeah i'm really excited to see what you guys put forward it's, yeah, it's yeah. intentional um, i know i know i know and mainly mainly it's intentional because like you said 
um, you actually used the illustration and I don't know if you meant to use it the way you used it, but it's like, yeah, I look at G-O-M like G-Unit, right? And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be G-Unit. Like, I don't, I, I, exactly. Like, no, no, no. That's and, why I hate no, using comparisons. And I say that I totally got it, right? And I'm like, yeah, but I'm, people say this to this day. When they interact with me versus everybody else in G-O-M, I'm goofy. Like, I'm the silly one. I'm the one that is laughing and smiling all the time. And I really feel like before I got to G-O-M and people on the outside can correct me if I'm wrong. Like, when I got here, I smiled. They didn't. Like, before I got here, they were very serious. Like, they were very serious, like swinging on the devil. And I was, you know, like I came in (laughs) grinning and laughing and I thought it was all fun. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't get me wrong. You know, I'm with all the smoke anyway. But the the fact is, you definitely get that smoke when necessary. Go ahead. Yeah. You know, I'm like, yo, I just like being happy. I have small children and they have a lot of energy and they they're not thinking about tough dad. They're they're not thinking about Mm -hmm. that. So like for me, my debut, I was like, yo, hurry up and wait. Oh, yeah, y'all going to get these cartoons. Y'all going to get these cartoons. That's what you're going to get. And so, like, ironically, people didn't pay attention to it. But right after that, that's when you get uh, Dayton with CHH Ain't Dead with the oh, cartoons. Yeah. And right. you get Biz mm. with the Messenger cartoons. Yeah. Like, yeah. so, like, I was like, yo, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make. Because I remember when I first showed Biz the Hurry Up and Wait cover, at first he was like, yo, that's pink. <laughs> yo, Biz, you got problem yeah, with pink. He's like, yo, that's pink. I was like, yo, I'd show you some other ones like blue and green, and it just wasn't the same. I was like, nah, pink got the pop, yo. Like, yeah. and as soon as that happened, I remember it to this day. Grateful Ray, mad people who um, paid attention to how I was rolling it out, they were like, yo, this is different from anything mm. I've seen from GOM right now. And I was yeah. like, yo, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, because now people are starting to pay attention. And it actually, you know, if anything, it becomes a testament to Biz that Biz is willing to say, you know what? That's cool. Like, this is how I'm going to do it. But I signed you to be you. Mm. So you be you. Like, and a lot of people sometimes hop into labels that are, they have a sound and they have an idea and they have. So you got to fit into that aesthetic or else you stick out like a sore thumb. Coming to coming into GOM, like I was like, ah, it was so interesting. Like when the announcement came, I'll, I'll start here. When the announcement mm-hmm. came, mad people thought I was gonna come to inside to infantry. Like mad people, mad people, were like yo infantry, yo Jared really? Sanders is gonna sign the infantry. Like and once hey. it was announced that I came That's to GOM, they were like yo, and, and I think it was because it was on the heels of nobody famous. Right. right. So so that sound kind of had me and Berg in the same kind of pocket sonically. Like so a lot of people thought that I was just going to fit right in with them. And even Biz, when I came in, that was a That was a Dayton alley. Like Dayton was like, yo, this dude is really dope. And Biz was like, yeah, I think he's dope, too. Like, um, I don't know how to pitch him yet, but he he's a dope mm-hmm. dude. And so, <laughs> like, I was like. Because I think when I initially came, like, Biz didn't realize what kind of content I was able to create. Like, he didn't realize I was able to make. Yeah, he he was kind of like, oh, okay, well, you know, you can't have samples. And, you know, I was like, oh, okay. Like, (laughs) and so, like, I I ended up uh, coming into GOM on, 
you know, just creating because and and then Biz was like, oh, oh, okay, you could really you could really make like songs. Like this isn't like just a <laughs> just a thing. Like you can actually create songs. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I can make songs. And um, from then on, like I wanted to really make it a point to identify myself uh, within the team and within the group. Like if we go on shows and we do tour stops, I'm the comedian. Like I don't know if people ever noticed that. I'm the comedian. Like I'm the one who tells the jokes. Like I'm the one who is laughing. <laughs> like uh, I'm the one smiling at the merch table. And I feel like I feel like before I came to GOM, I was like everybody expected everybody to be hard and tough and aggressive. And they were like, "Yo, I didn't know you guys were this funny." Like, like I feel like <laughs> I came in with a different kind of energy. Um, and I've heard it many, many times. Um, so, so for me. I had to make it a point, like when Hurry Up and Wait came, I was like, no, y'all gonna get this pink artwork. You know what I'm saying? Even though at first Biz was like, oh, that's pink. Um, <laughs> you know, so so ultimately for me, um, I just wanted to identify myself, show myself to be, you know, everything um, that I could possibly be to, you know, show that I fit, but I'm still distinct, right? Um, mm. And so... Um, yeah, that that whole process was was really fun for me. So when you said G unit, it kind of made me chuckle because I was like, right, yo, like, but it also shows the the malleability of Biz and the leadership of Biz in that he would be willing to sign somebody that really didn't initially fit the aesthetic at first glance, and trust that I was I was gonna support his vision, you know, just in my own way. So that that was kind of cool. So you softened up the team, bro. Softened hey, up man, the team a little listen, bit. I won't say softened up. I know, I but know, I will I know. say them, them, <laughs> them trips. Yo, I know that they're mad funnier because I'm around. You <laughs> because know what I'm like I know it. they're funny, not not because you know, because I don't personally think I'm the the joke teller of the crew, but I am the silly one of the crew. Like I'm yeah. the one Like And Biz will tell you Like the co-pilot Yo I be having The playlist on Smash Nobody hey. is touching me With the playlist <laughs> I'm not I'm, I, I can I imagine you Biz And Bumps on. Together in the same room Yo man. yo Me and Bumps We've we've Yo me and Bumps I laugh I laugh Cause I came in Telling a joke And said Bumps Is my favorite member Of G.O.M um, Like me and Bumps Be cracking up with But Selah and Bumps To me and me and Selah are really close. Um, Selah and Bumps are really close. Me and Selah are really close. Me and Dayton talk probably just as much, if not more, than me and Selah talk. But um, yeah, man, I'm I'm the silly one. Like I got jokes for everybody. Um, whether or not you laugh, <laughs> I have them. And you know that's that's just what it case. is. Yeah, just in case. I, I mean, you know what? I'm gonna throw a question out here. If you could, because I know that this is uh, not your wheelhouse, is, is obviously biz. But if you could welcome somebody to GOM, uh, Jared Sanders is, is A&R. He's bringing somebody to GOM. Who who do you think could be a good fit? I don't know. I think it's time for a singer now. Like mm. I think it's time for a, a singer. Now it's interesting. I say that because I feel like. I'm about to become that singer. Like, like I, I do. I really do. I feel like I'm about to become that guy. Like, this new project is probably like 85, 90% singing. 
Um, That's what's up. So okay. I might end up becoming that. But I think um, AI brought the Fem C angle. Uh, right. I think it is time to probably bring another another trap artist around. You know, since Alico's no longer here, like I think I think that would be a dope look too. Um, so I can't say names because what'll happen is. Right, like right, I have, right. I have now. I have a platform, so so if I you already know to, that's gonna be clickbait. You know like I happen to Jared mention Sanders a name, said. and then like people would be like, "Oh snap, you, yo, he's What's coming. Happening? He said it already." And I'm like, "Yo, I can't sign nobody under GOM. So like, don't don't think my way. But I do think that there are some uh, some some talented uh, on the new wave. Uh, right. uh, music that's that being architect. created now architect. yeah architect. definitely somebody like that dope dope praise god so yo this has been a crazy there is a side of jared sanders that a lot of folks don't know that i had the the, the privilege and honor of hearing um but for some reason every time he get into the depth of it you know how his church folks get satan be hating and um, it's just like every time it gets cut off. So we're going to pivot just a little bit. Jared, please let the people know how they can follow you, uh, what you got coming up next and how they can support you, man. Yeah. Um, so they can follow me anywhere on social media. I don't be on there that much. It just made me laugh. <laughs> like they just be following me. I don't know how you follow an active page. But in any event, <laughs> that's not true. Yeah, that's not true. <laughs> I think no. folks probably follow you just because when you go live, yeah, it's just yeah. you probably right. You probably right. I hop on Instagram live every now and again and, and talk my talk. But uh, yeah, they can follow me at Jared Sanders, whether it's on Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, all that good stuff. Man, I talk about my kids. I talk about my wife. I talk about my opinions on things. I normally end up arguing with some battle rapper about battles or some sports person about sports. <laughs> Or if you're Jesus, <laughs> yeah, Jesus yeah, follower yeah, enough, yeah, yeah, or if you're yeah. Christian if you, enough. If, you, if you're a Jesus follower, or CHH hater, or lover, or whatever, I tend to, you know, be in the smoke with all them people. But um, <laughs> in any event, you know, I'm there at Jared Sanders, uh, J E R E D Sanders, not Saunders, Sanders, like the Colonel. Um, yeah, they get they get cop merch at hopeisdopeclothing.com, hopeisdopeclothing.com, hopeisdopeclothing.com. Um, as far as music is concerned. Man, I just can't wait. Like, I'm telling you, I feel like this is the one. I feel like this is the one. I feel like this is the one that is going to change perception. Like, children are going to start obeying their parents. And, uh, you know, old people are going to start standing upright and not being, you know, bent over anymore. And, like, people are going to walk on water. (laughs) There and, we uh, go. That's what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> yeah, Bishop they, Sanders. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They're going to they gonna get, you know, a form of godliness and the power with it. You know what I'm mm. saying? Um, uh. But nah, nah, it's it's going to be fun. I, I a lot can't of singing, wait. like you hinted. Right? Yeah, a probably like 85, 90% um, of the project is going to be singing. But I Man. really want to approach Christian content from an angle that it really isn't usually approached uh, through. And through the lens mm-hmm. of, and I want to be able to show that we could do it too, just as much or just as dope as any other secular artist can do it. Um, and we can still proclaim Jesus about it. So that's really the goal. That was a hint uh, on on what the project is even called. But in any event, mm-hmm. um, 
Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm I'm out here. You know, better together podcast probably comes on sometimes this spring. Uh, I know we got some work to do with this GOM project. I swear it's coming this year, y'all. I swear it Ooh. is. I swear the GOM compilation is coming this year. If it don't, it's not my fault. It's it's Bizzle's fault. So y'all point y'all directions <laughs> his way. You're already um, here. I'm gonna yeah, tag him music. in the description. Exactly. More music uh, coming with a uh, good city. Hopefully you hear me on your nearest TV show, movie, or, or whatnot, sports, video game, all that good stuff. So, yeah, I'm excited. You already know I'm going to blow up the chat as soon as I hear that joint on Netflix or something, oh, bro. Rap. Like I'm like, yo, it's Jared's son. Rap. I'm going to be looking at the top. I'm going to be looking at the credits now because it might not even be you singing it, but you got the writer's credits. So, right, right. hey. I'm going to be blowing that up. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, And for those of you that don't know, um, if you want the latest projects, the mixtapes for Jared Sanders, you have to download the GOM Plus app. It is only available there. It is free. It is free. And I don't want to speak out of turn, but y'all better be following what's happening on GOM Plus app because there's going to be more and more exclusivity Mm -hmm. with that. Um, Like Jared hinted at, like... The socials are not the place where you're going to get the good good. You're going to have to get it direct from the supplier. <laughs> so Smart. Yeah. Man, Jared, this was a privilege and an honor, bro, to have you on right. here. Um, Thank you Are you going to... Do, do you guys like have the social media handles set up for uh, the new podcast and stuff like that yet? Or should they... Folks just follow you and then you'll start? Yeah, yeah. They'll follow and, and you know, I'll launch it. We got a, a little chat that we launch everybody through so if we got something that everybody need to know about and post and promote we got a way to get it to them hey okay other than that nah that's it I'm good <laughs> closes out alright man you have watched the Missing Link podcast with me Profit Link the homie DJ Lost and Found and Jared Sanders I had to practice where I'm pointing at cause I'm gonna format this afterwards so you're gonna be up there yeah like hey he's gonna be up <laughs> here so appreciate you bro we're excited for what you got to come we're praying blessings over you over you and and you know we're gonna be supporting everywhere i gotta i gotta cop some merch i gotta cop some merch be blessed bro yeah yeah i wanted to cry and to be celebrated i rented a tux and i ordered a make stood in the mirror like mama i made it proceeded to brush in the teeth in the sink caught me a grill and i'm so melanated i polished the chain i ain't gold in the link and i got me a baby who gave me some babies i'm raising a lady and building a king too cold you too busy running with another man lane i guess yeah too bold i be running on the one way never change my set like uh i don't ever use my signals yeah i be in the lane myself yeah i don't gotta change my mental yeah and I ain't gotta chase my wealth And I accept my daddy got a kingdom And everything I ever got is his If I ever got a problem, I'ma seek him I never doubt I'm been about his biz Oh man, been at I ain't gotta ride on the wave when the ocean is his Close with the kid with a boast in his head Flow with him, go coast and him chosen the crib Got a post with a mailbox Maybe not yet, but it's mine though And it's John 14, get it pronto I don't got a cap in the rap or the bars though Been around the block like Emmett, I guess Killing, I guess, not timid, I guess Chilling with the flock to the finish, I guess Willing with the pops for a minute, I guess Hit a limit, not yet Man, I elevate to heaven is the ceiling And educate the wrecking with the villains I meditate and beckon up for healing And celebrate checking with his children uh, Been there Gotta thank God cause he been there uh, Gotta bless God cause he been there uh, Gotta bless God for the change I was jumping in the flow Nah, I'm not cause he been there uh, Gotta thank God cause he been there uh, Gotta bless God cause he been there uh, Gotta bless God for the change Nah, it's God over money uh,